And welcome to a surprise episode of Book Journeys Radio. So this is um, uh, the most interesting episode of this show. I've been doing this show for, oh God, almost three years now. Um, And this is an episode uh, different from any other episode I have done before. It is a surprise episode of the show. Um, our guest today is uh, is the author uh, author and filmmaker Brian Benson, and I'm so excited Brian is here. And he actually emailed me because my producer did not tip me off to who my guest was today. So usually I prepare for my interviews, I read the books that my authors have written, but today this is going to be me and Brian getting to know each other for the first time. I'm going in cold, but he is here and we're going to do this thing. Brian, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Yeah, uh, no, no problem. How are you doing today, Angela? I I am I am doing great. So Brian's <laughs> website is G is in George. It's gbrianbenson.com, and he's got a couple a couple books here: Finding Your Voice and also Brian's List. So why don't you tell us uh, about your book? Okay, uh, we'll start with Brian's List. That that was my first book uh, about four years ago now. And you want to hear the story how it came about? Well, tell me what it's or about. Well, basically, it's a whole bunch of different ways to stay in balance. And I was kind of going through some 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 tough times where I was leaving the family business, and I was really finding myself out of balance. And I, being kind of a driven person, I, I came up with a handful of things that I knew that would keep me in balance. And it really helped me, so much so that I just kind of intuitively thought that I was supposed to expand that list and make it into a book. And I'd never really done much writing before at all, and so it was just kind of, you know, it just it just organically happened, and, and I ended up writing the book in about 30 days and self-published it, won a couple of awards, and just pushed me in this whole new direction um, once I did leave the family business. So it was, it was kind of an interesting experience. Wow, that's awesome. And then your second book, Finding Your Voice, that, that just came out, right? That's a newer book? That's the newest one, yeah. I've got a couple of e-books in between there, but yes, Finding Your Voice is the, is the latest book, and that's just a compilation of a bunch of different uh, stories I've written, blogs, uh, some um, kind of inspir- inspiring poetry, uh, some, some inspiring quotes. And, uh, yeah, I'm very proud of it. It ended up winning a couple of awards, too. And, and it's just, um, it's been a lot of fun to uh, to uh, to share it. Well, so as my listeners know, I've created a 10-step process for writing a book that makes a difference. It's called The Difference mm-hmm. Process, and we teach it at the Author Incubator. We're always interested in books that make a difference in people's lives. So tell me how your books have have made a difference or what you what kind of a difference you hope that they've made for people. Well, you know, uh, and I, I'm sure I'm not alone when I say this, but that the books were for me first and foremost. <laughs> and and, it's, it's, okay. and it's, it's, yeah, well, you know, and, and through my own personal growth and 
and it's just been interesting as I did explore them. It's, it's not like I really set out to write books. They just kind of happened. And, uh, you know, I didn't necessarily choose a topic. The topic chose me. And so I just kind of feel like my purpose um, is just to be kind of a living example for others to, to just, you know, step out of the comfort zone and not be afraid to, to really be who they are. And so I just kind of put myself out there um, because we're all very similar, we all have a lot in common, and and if I can do it, I, you know, they can do it. We've all got stuff inside of us that wants to come out, um, you know, creativity that wants to be shared and, and explored. And so, I just, I'm, you know, uh, I feel like I feel like my books have been very helpful. I get a lot of really wonderful emails. I've got a very loyal uh, following on uh, my Facebook page, and um, for a variety of other things, you know, I also kind of do inspiring films and so that they all kind of help each other out. Yeah, so let's talk about your films. Tell us how how your film work connects to your work as an author. Hmm. Or does uh, you know, it's well, you know, I don't know if it really does connect a whole lot other than just uh, you know, just trying to trying to put out good authentic stuff uh out out into the world. Uh my first film, you know, it's interesting a lot has happened to me in the last five years since I left the family business, and, and uh, I'm from Oregon. We had a big golf center, uh, driving range, and retail store, et cetera. And uh, I started taking a couple of speech classes because I knew that I would need to be in front of people uh, as the book started coming out of me. And I also signed up and took an acting class. And I just out of my intuition was telling me to do that, and so I did, and I found out I really enjoyed it. Ended up getting some work, and it just kind of kept building. And I ended up uh, doing my first uh, film short called Guitar Man uh, about three years ago, and it was just an amazing experience. It ended up getting accepted to 11 film festivals, and just kind of opened up my world in a whole other way as well. And I've I wow. a lot of great messages in it, and uh, I've got another one that I'm ready to go that's in pre-production. Probably start filming in about a month. It's called Searching for Happiness, and I'm really excited about that too. So for you, what is the best thing about being an author? The best thing about being an author? Yeah. I think it's just, I'm trying to be as authentic as I can. And it's just, it's been, it's just another way that has allowed me to to share my authenticity and to just try to try to help other people. When I was three years old, I told my mom that I was there to inspire others. <laughs> and it's interesting how it's kind of... Yeah, and uh, you know it, it it it's kind of starting to come to fruition, you know, and and so being an author is fantastic. It uh, it's just giving me another platform to 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 share and to to reach people and to you know just uh, try to help. And so, tell us about the process of of writing your book. I know you said you wrote one book in thirty days. So what's your normal process as a writer? And um, do you outline your book first? Walk us through the the writing phase. Well, for me, I only write when I feel inspired. So I, whenever I start to feel like I'm pushing, I, I set it down. Uh, it might just be for a day. It might be for three or four days. It might be a week. But when I do start to feel like I'm pushing, I, I just really try to find my balance and um, grounding. You know, you know, I love to hike. I, I go do that a lot. That's where I get a lot of my ideas. Um, I, I'm a meditator. That helps me as well. Um, exercise has been always um, 
a part of my life. And and so I just try to find balance. I just get back into finding balance, and, and everything usually starts to flow again. Uh, I do have, I have another, I have a book and a half that I have not done anything with, and that book is more than likely going to be called Be Yourself to Free Yourself. And that, I definitely kind of had an idea what I wanted to do with it. I definitely had, like, little topics that I kind of set up an outline. I wasn't really sure as far as... Uh, the order of the chapters, or, or actually what might actually become a chapter, but I just kind of let it let it show itself. And so I had little headings, and I would write under the headings, and uh, the more I began to write, then it, it just kind of started to show itself, and then I started to kind of find an order. And, you know, some things might uh, end up, might uh, have uh, moved them to another section and, and what have you. But I don't know. I really I live my life via my intuition, and just I kind of feel like I'm a conduit when I when I write, and so hmm. I do have some ideas, and I just kind of just try to follow those hunches and and um, and let them let them flush out and show themselves. So when you're when you're writing, do you have a different do you have a different schedule? Do you find that you tend to write more in the morning or at night? How do you know when? I'm definitely a morning person, and so uh, when I was writing "Be Yourself to Free Yourself," I, I definitely set up a schedule. I would, pro- you know, there's a they're not open anymore, but I was living in Nevada at the time. There was a Borders bookstore that that I used to go like to write at in their little uh, cafe area, and so I would probably go for the morning, you know, from like maybe eight to noon, and just uh, just uh, you know do what I could, and and so definitely a morning person for me. Hmm. And you mentioned that you self-publish. Have you self-published all your books? I have, yes. Uh, I did recently just uh, uh, sign with a literary agency uh, that I'm very happy about. And so they are going to be involved in the process uh, for my next book. But yes, I self-published Well, let's talk about the books that you have, um, that you have self-published. What advice can you give people about self-publishing? What's worked for you particularly well, and what you know do you wish you knew before you started? Sure. Gosh, if I could do it all over again, I mean, I'm kind of one of those people that if I get an idea, I just go full bore and and just let it let it happen. Uh, my very first book when it came out, I think it was just before Amazon um, create, create Space, create space uh, uh-huh. was offered. And so, unfortunately, uh, that my second book, was it was very nice to be able to use that. But my first one, I just, I, I ended up, you know, putting all the pieces together myself. I found an editor. I found um, a layout person. I found a, pub, or a printer. And I ended up ordering 2,000 copies. I didn't know any better. And, you know, I'm glad. It's all, it's all good. I've sold them. But uh, that was kind of... A big, uh, big step, and you know, kind of a big financial um, plunge to do that. But uh, my my other book, Finding Your Voice, is on was via Create Space, and so that was really, really made it so much easier. And you know, as you know, you can buy however many books you need, depending on you know the workshops you're doing and the, the talks you're giving, and and, um, and so. It was it was a lot easier going that route the second time and a lot cheaper. So, you know, if I could do it all over again, um, a lot of folks I notice now are using Kickstarter and Indiegogo and some of those other self-funding um, programs 
to raise the money to kind of take care of that initial cost of, you know, the layout folks and an editor and cover artist, what have you, uh, I would have loved to have done that. Instead of yeah, know, we're of, hearing a lot more about um, those those sorts of campaigns. Well, and I think it were, would have also. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and you know, seeing how other people are utilizing, I I think it would have helped a lot in sales as well. Somehow, I don't know, there's just that anticipation of something coming out, and people are on board to support you, and I think that would have helped. Um, I mean, I've sold. I'm, I'm happy with how my sales have gone, but I think that would have been a been a been a great way to go. So talk about some of the people that you either hired or that you worked with on this process. Did you work with an editor? Did you work with a designer? What did you do yourself and what did you outsource? I outsourced pretty much everything. Uh, I, I hired an editor. I hired a layout person. I hired a cover designer. Um, and then the first the first book, obviously, I hired a printer. But um, but for the second second finding your voice, um, yeah, I think those are the three things that I hired. And so, how did you find these people? And what would you recommend that people look for in an editor, in a designer, interior layout? What what sorts of things should people be looking for? Hmm. That's a great question. You know, boy, I was very lucky. Uh, the people that I found were all friends of friends of mine up in Oregon, and so they kind of steered me toward them. And I was very happy with the work that they did. Uh, you know, obviously you want to find somebody that that has a good track record, um, that, you know, easy to work with, and then I think understands your material. Um, you know, obviously you want to find somebody that, that – uh, it's affordable, you know. You don't want to skimp on, on on those things, but but somebody that fits your budget, and you know, just somebody that you just enjoy, you know, their energy, that you know, um, just somebody that you enjoy working with and, and communicating with, because you're obviously going to be having some phone calls and some email exchanges and stuff like that, and uh, you know, and as far as the cover goes, boy, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty creative person, and so I always kind of tend to want to have my finger a little bit in the creativity process. And, and uh, luckily for me, I found somebody that, that was willing to work with me on that. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. And, well, that's obviously one of the big advantages of self-publishing as opposed to working with a publisher is you do get more, um, more say in the details. Was that part of why you went with, sub, with self-publishing, or what were kind of the pros and cons for you? You know, for, I, for me, it really wasn't even a, a you know, question of trying to go the other route. I just felt like I was kind of new in the business and new as an author, and I really didn't know the business and didn't really look forward to maybe sending out 100 query letters and such, and so I just, just followed my intuition and just did it myself. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad I did. It, it, was, it was good. And then I think that... Um, you know, I've kind of paved the groundwork with my first couple of books and the other things that I'm doing that helped me basically find this literary agent um, through another connection I made without really having to lift a finger. And so, so that was really um, nice. So I think everything that's happened for me in, in my, my instance has kind of happened the way it was supposed to be. You know, everybody's different, and you just kind of have to listen to your gut and, um, you know, pay attention to what other people are doing, but but listen to your gut and and uh, 
do what feels right. So I talk to people a lot about what their hopes are for their book before they write it. Sure. Um, and so I'm kind of curious, what what were your hopes for having a book and have have those dreams come true? Does it look different than you thought it would? Mm. Great question. Well, of course, everybody wants to be on Oprah. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, for me, you know, when my first book came out and uh, I had no idea, you know, I, I just, it was just kind of a ride that I was on. I was just um, letting it take me me along for a ride, and when it won um, best self-help, uh, it was a winner in the self-help category of, uh, I think it was the Next Generation New Book Awards, and, and it just kind of like maybe gave me a little bit initially a false sense of a hope about what was potentially possible, but it, it was all, you know, looking back, it's all perfect, but, uh, you know, of course, everybody wants to have a bestseller and all that, uh, but for me, it was just, it was all part of my growth and all part of my... Um, you know, I, it's all part of kind of guiding me in, in, in the evolution of where I'm at right now. And, and at the time, I thought I might have wanted something different, but, but it was it's all perfect. And uh, I really was so green so when the whole blow this up a little. I'm going to yeah. jump in and blow this up because I think that, um, I know you're not a woman, but um, women do this thing where we don't tell other women just how bad pregnancy is. I think we're afraid, like, everyone will just, like, stop. The planet will stop if you're new. So everyone's like, you know, it worked out perfectly. The baby's healthy. I'm healthy. It was, it was hard. But um, you are sugarcoating this story a little. So I want to give, give it to people for real because book journeys yeah. – Radio is all about helping authors in transformation to get across the goal line. And uh-huh. one of the things that I think holds people back from getting there is, um, you know, that they're afraid of – there are so many things they're afraid of. They don't really know what it's going to be like. They're afraid of exposing themselves. They want to tell their sure. story, but sure. they're afraid to be seen. There's a lot sure. of things that stop people. And sometimes it's logistics. Literally, sometimes I know people – I have clients that have come to me with manuscripts that were completely done and they just couldn't figure out, how do I get an editor? How do I, you know, how do I get somebody at Random House to publish my book? Because they didn't know what the options were that were out there. Right, right. But one of the things that I hear consistently from people when they're being honest with me is, you know, they, they wrote a book essentially thinking, because I'm writing it, lots of people will read it. Or because it's good, lots of people will read it. Sure, sure, and, sure. You know, and I, and I definitely felt that as well. But, but everything I've told you before, though, just, you know, before you wanted to blow this up, it's true, though, too. I mean, I really was just leaving the family business, and I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. And this book came through me the last three or four months that I was there. And so it just kind of, it was my shift. And so I yeah. was just kind of going along for the ride, and I did not know. Um, I well, didn't know what I wanted did, to do with my the life. That you would, the way I would talk about this with my clients is you really, for you know whatever reason, were able to be an open channel to your inner author, and your book came out of yes. you. And there is a yes. right book to write at a certain time. And had you, you know, maybe you could write 
a great book on the history of the jack-o'-lantern, but if it wasn't the time to write that book, it would have felt like white-knuckling it. It would have, like, pulling, you know, your girl to look at another jack-o'-lantern book. Like, I mean, you could do it. You're a smart guy. You could figure it out, but it would be so hard. And when you're tapping the book you're supposed to write, it comes out of you. Well, right. And making... I didn't even know that I wanted to write a book until it happened. (laughs) Well, that's pretty amazing. Well, but some of the dark things, I mean, I know you wanted me to be, I mean, you know, for me, definitely, you know, when it when it came out, I thought it was good, and it, you know, got a little recognition, and, and some other people saying it was all right, and then I probably, my hopes got um, elevated, <laughs> and, you know, I tried to do those things. I did write some some query letters to, to publishing houses and sent the book along, you know, in hopes that maybe they'd want to pick it up. And uh, I got a lot of thank you, but no thank yous. Um, You know. By the way, that's a thing that a lot of people don't know. That's a great way. I know it didn't work for you that time. But a great way to get picked up is to self-publish and then have some successes, like some awards or sales, and then go to an agent or a publisher. A lot of people don't realize that's a great way to do it. Cool. Well, yeah, you know, so I didn't know any better. And, and, uh, (laughs) you know, so, you know, I definitely had some disappointments along the way. I mean, I thought it was going to be easier than it was, and I know everybody does until they go through it themselves. Um, you know, and I even actually picked up, and I had an agent about four years ago, about a year after my first book came out, and the person who brought me on and ended up leaving, and I got passed on to the owner of the company, and the energy was not the same, and, and, you know, I really wasn't ready either, and, and so I ended up getting dropped, and that was disappointing, but it uh, I'm a big believer in when one door closes, another opens, and about a week later is when I went into the acting class and started kind of dabbling in that and kind of finding some creativity and some other ways to do what I feel like I was put here to do, and so I truly believe everything that I've gone through is, is kind of made me who I am and has allowed me to kind of continue and move forward and, and have the proper doors open and such. So, uh, but yeah, I definitely had some disappointments and, and some some self-expectations, uh, some expectations that were, um, that, that got knocked down. <laughs> so what do you think, um, so we're talking about expectations. If you were giving advice to a friend who was just starting their book and they're, mm-hmm planning for their Oprah appearance and their New York Times bestseller. Um, what advice would you give them about balancing big dreams and then also how to set expectations? Well, expectations are the big killer for us in all kinds of different parts of our lives. You know, if we can, I'm a big believer in just trying to live in the moment and stuff, and if, if people can just... If they can do the book for the right reasons, I think a lot of people do go in um, thinking they have the next great novel, et cetera, et cetera. And you've got to believe in yourself. So I'm not saying don't believe in yourself, but just write it from your heart. Write it because you want to write it. Write it because it gives you joy. And let everything else take care of itself. If you go in trying to do it a certain way because you feel like it needs to be that way, then it's not going to be. It's not going to have the proper um, flow to it, the energy. You know what I mean? The the the, the heart. Uh, yeah, I would say the energy that goes into a book is the energy yeah. that comes out of it. Yeah, and um, yeah. I use an example. 
I, I love this book, so this isn't meant to be negative, but I use this example of Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week. Have you ever read that book? I'm familiar with it. I have not. Okay. Well, this is for you if you're listening. Read any page because um, he's just the perfect example of this. Read any page from a sample on Amazon. And his energy writing that book, which was clearly – I have to write the most important book of all time, which it is a very important book. The book has sold millions of copies. This book is really, really important. And it's this absolutely, like, frantic energy. Like, all the ideas in here are the best ideas in the world, and you have to take them. And I love the book, but I'm two pages in. I'm absolutely exhausted. I'm like, really? I have to do all this stuff right now? (laughs) And it's the best, it's like the clearest example to me of how, for better or for worse, the energy that goes into the book is what's going to come out. So think about how you want your reader to feel because it's not just the words on the page. The books have energy to them. Everything has energy, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so for me, I would just tell people: just do it if you want to do it. Don't feel, don't do it because you feel like it's going to open up some doors or create something. I mean, do it if that, but but you know, if they're in conjunction, uh, you know, I tried to do some things after my books came out, uh, you know, to, to market it one way or this or that, and you know, ran into walls and just did things that didn't feel intuitively right, but yet I saw other people doing them, so I felt like I needed to do that. And it was just a waste mm-hmm. of my time and energy. You know, and and so that there were all wonderful lessons um, that I needed to learn. But but make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, and because you want to do it, and because it gives you joy, and and then then all will be well. Even if it doesn't sell any copies, you'll have had an amazing experience, and you can feel proud about your you know your 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 product. And and you know, as we learn after we've written books, books aren't really the money makers. It's it's the stuff that maybe comes from that, like the speaking engagements potentially, or, or what you know what I mean, or the other doors that open. And and so that doesn't mean books can't make money, but um, we all have this right. dream that that it's going to be a million seller and and it's going to be easy street. <laughs> so, what are some of the the things that you have done or experienced? People you've met, speeches you did. What are what are some things you've experienced because you have books? Because you're an author. Wow. Well, I'm lucky. I have a lot of different interesting things that I've done in my life, and I think all together they kind of make people take pause and, and kind of say, yeah, oh, well, I'll learn a little bit more about this guy. Um, so for me, the books have, you know, uh, definitely, you know, got me on shows like yours, uh, doing a lot of radio interviews. Uh, you know, I haven't done any lately. I'm in L.A. now. I moved here 10 months ago, but uh, I used to do, oh, yeah. you know, a fair number of workshops. Um, they've, you know, they've just... They've opened doors for me. What you know, they, just because people see the body of work that I've done and the different, you know, even if the book's not great, uh, a book does give somebody credibility. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, pretty amazing, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. And you know, and and some of the other things I've done have given me credibility. So I'm just utilizing. Do you find that, that people mm-hmm. react to you differently as an author? than they did as, you know, whatever your job was before? That's it. Well, with it's the family I do not, yeah, you know, I have rarely not spent much time back in Oregon. 
Um, I've been on, I've been, I've lived in other places for the last five years ever since that happened. So I don't come into contact with a whole lot of people that knew me like that before. But um, yeah, definitely some people. Well, you know what you get most of the time, and I'm sure you've heard this, is, is folks go, oh, I want to write a book, too. You know, I've always wanted uh-huh. to write a book. Or I have this book inside of me, or I'm working on one, you know. And, you know, it's just, uh, we hear, I hear that a lot. <laughs> and so I think for me, you know, the, one of the nice things is um, with all the folks that I, you know, friends on Facebook and followers, et cetera, you know, I think it just gives them the belief that they can do it themselves. Mm. They seem, you know, they kind of see me as an everyday person, and I that's kind of try how I come up, come across. And so, I I definitely feel like um, I can see a lot of folks that I know that have done things in their life after I kind of started doing some of this stuff, whether it was they wrote a book personally or, or what have you. That I know that just maybe witnessing what I was doing kind of got them going. Yeah, so we've got about a minute left. Any final parting words of advice that you would give people? Maybe like people you meet at a party and they say, I've always wanted to write a book. I, you know, I always tell people just do it. Just have fun with it. Don't do it for, you know, just make sure like we already talked about, just do it for the right reasons. Uh, Do it because it brings you joy. And and if Mm -hmm. anything else comes of it, fantastic. But, uh, that's the main thing, you know, but in, uh, listen to your intuition. It never lies. It's God, source, the universe, whatever you want to call it, coming through. And I, that's yeah. how I've lived my entire life, and it's always led me right, you know. And, and, and so just listen to your intuition and just have fun. That, that's, we're, we're not here to struggle and grind and, you know, be miserable. Hello? Angela? Well, Brian, uh, oh. yep, sorry about that. We got disconnected for a second. GBrianBenson.com is where you can learn more about Brian's books. So, Brian, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Angela. And we will be back next time at Book Journeys Radio. My name is Dr. Angela Loria. I am the founder of the Author Incubator, creator of the Difference Process for Writing a Book That Matters, and we're here every week changing the world one book at a time. Today is where your book begins. The rest is still unresolved.